Episode 148 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yuska and Volmel talking about everything going on with Overwatch League in the offseason. We've got a ton to talk about, so we're not going to waste any time to get right into it. show is supported by our patrons. If you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Follow us on Twitter at tactical underscore crouch. Um, and then, of course, just find whatever, wherever you want to watch the show. It's there. Just search for Tactical Crouch. It's not hard. Uh, if you also want to support the show, you can do so right here. Uh, just by dropping that uh, Twitch Prime sub, regular sub, bits, whatever. We love it all. Thanks so much. Big thank you to our patron producers, Refined Bean, Ferdino Pin, Battle Crab, Lotion, Rex Zane, Audio Compass, Kosh67, Sharp, Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tane, Fable Steven, Roger B. Owen, Chris R34444, Horbjorn, I listen to the podcast whilst on the toilet and in the shower thinking of Yiska, Peace Camper, and Shrek 2 on DVD. Is that Lilac? I don't know. I don't know. That feels like a Lilac name, but also uh, primo name. Please continue to have John say funny things. It's really good. It, it would have to be a Lilac name, but I don't think he receives enough allowance for that to happen. So Did he like make like a patron bet where he's like, yo, I think this happens. Bet me a patron sub or like bet me a name change. Because I've seen those been going around. I think we had one recently with with uh, a, a certain Dallas signing. Shoutouts to uh, those who have fallen. Their their names now changed forever in the history books. So, yeah, mm, yeah. Participate, well, guys. It's good to what? see you. It's been a while. Cheers. Hopefully, everybody sure. had a good weekend. Enjoyed it. Good. Lots of Valorant. Nice. Valorant. Yeah, I remember yeah, playing or watching. Watching and interviewing Ooh. people. Good. Good, good. Yep. I, um, I'm getting ready for uh, expansion. Wow, expansion. Slans. Yep. It's time. Shadow Priests are really good. And they're back I've to heard. managing yep. three dots. So that's where that was where I was primo. Mm. And they dumbed, it, they dumbed it around with this void form shit, And then I was like, only okay. Now that we're back to multi-managing... Like multi dotting, it's gonna be great. Got a little bit more to do. Quite enjoyable. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So there's that. Getting pretty good at Rocket League, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. You're scoring some goals. I'm getting kind of sick. Well, Rocket Ronaldo. Kind of carry. That's a football player, right? Kind of carry. Kind of carry. Are they like what? positions? No, nope. not really. No, not really. Maybe, what, maybe what, with good. Do you people. play one v one or no? 3v3? I play uh, doubles with my brother. Mm, uh, okay, doubles all the time. Doubles are a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, good game. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk about some other things. All right, let's talk. Can we? Should we should probably just talk about the juice first, right? Right. So it's, uh, juicy breaking. Uh. Yiska reported first, right before the show. First. Uh, <laughs> He's that, that YouTube guy in your comments. NYXL has signed Feather to their roster. Mm. Uh, Yiska, 
since you're the one uh, who reported on this, uh, tell us more. Take it away. All the good stuff. Obviously, go read the article on GG Recon. Right. Uh, even if you're listening to us here. <laughs> True. Yeah. Do it. So. Um, I'll be straight up with you guys. I haven't watched much Korean contenders. What I did do is ask around. And quite some teams were interested. Um, as much as also said in the article. I think that's, that's another promising Project LDPS player that also has um, like a very good Sombra, is what, what uh, I was told. And if we remember Sombra... Then we don't remember much NYXL last season. Nope. <laughs> At least not very, a lot of good Sombra. So in that regard, um, I think NYXL fans can look to, uh, forward towards that. Mm. Um, yeah, otherwise, it's an, a pretty unknown time for the NYXL at the moment. Because as informed viewers will be aware, on November 13th, the uh, contract extensions would have had to be signed for four yep. of the players of the NYXL. That includes Jonak, Libero, Animo, and Sebiolbi. We haven't heard anything. Now, I will say, and you can debate me on that, I think I keep one player. I think we all know who that one player is. And it has to be Jonak. Is if there, it was up to me, right? Like I would, right. yeah. I think, I think I tend to agree for the most part with like the logic of saying like, why in God's green earth would you be looking at signing a rookie who seems to be promising? And for everything that you're saying, you know, with other teams being interested, you know, seems like a promising young player. Um, signing this player and not announcing some of these more veteran players that you've kind of built right. the brand around, um, you know, why not that? Well, first they haven't announced it, right? They haven't. Announced sure. It. They might not have I announced it for them. <laughs> sure. They announce it first, but the fact that that's going f before the, the 13th deadline or, right. or, you know, a yeah, that's a weird messaging after it. It's as, very as, bizarre. Yeah. As like the NYXL fan base has now, now has to consider that all these players might be FA. And Hi, I Joe. don't know <laughs> what happened to this man. Uh, is Hi, he Joe. back? Hey. <laughs> what happened? Did you miss click? No, Discord just closes. Unlock us. Anywho. Right. What were you saying? Um, so, I, I think... I think if th this this is a point of uncertainty that uh, you probably only want to take if you are either unsure or they have expired and you're still trying to figure out if you want to resign, right? Yeah. Keep in mind, I think it's a it's a thing this year that a lot of teams want to sign new contracts with a player yes. uh, with their existing players. Because of new regulations being in, uh, like, possible, right? Right. So just, I don't want to, like, oversimplify it, but kind of the general roster or contract rules changed a little bit for the new ones, and they're a little bit more franchise-friendly versus player-friendly in that role. Um, and so there are teams who are 
not exercising by Joe, uh, not exercising those options. So they can sign a new contract under the new contract rules. Uh, but it opens up the possibility for those players to be signed elsewhere. Yeah. So, so I mean, these, th- this situation is, um, like medium interesting. We will see how it de- develops. Um, of course, there's a lot of teams that still haven't announced their plans, their full plans for the next year. Um, so we'll see where this goes, but yeah. Um, if I'm an NYXL fan, I'm, I'm getting antsy here for news. Yeah, I'd be concerned um, for the most part, like not necessarily in like an overly negative concern, but it's like, okay, Hoxall's retired. Libro is optioned. We don't have any news on that. Um, NA's a free agent on a mutual agreement. Say Bjolby, you know, has an option on the table as of the 13th. We still don't know on, you know, any kind of news on that. Who are you's gone? Uh, Bianca's gone. Hot was gone. Bono's gone. Animo has a contract extension, you know, as of the 13th. We don't know anything on that. Same with Jonak and Mondu, I believe, is on the charge now, if memory serves me. So New York might just not have a team. They might be just be literally cleaning the board. And Big I smells here. I don't hate it. It's just, yeah, cautious kind of remote optimism where it's like okay you have a lot of space you have a lot of freed budget to be able to sign new talent what do you actually do i i'll say this because i i don't necessarily want this to um come out and i don't have anything to report but because my standards for that information haven't been met yet but i don't think uh nyxl fans should take this as they they're not doing anything they have uh moved in the market as, as the flower, uh, the weather feather, Jesus Christ. By the way, what is it with Koreans yeah, with not knowing Lee's lead speech? Like, what is that I five, mean... dude? That's not an E? No, it's not. But yeah, it's not know. the first time the NYXL it's have signed. It's Fiverr. Yeah, I want you to say that for the rest That's of the Go ahead. from Fiverr. Mm. You can ask him to uh, play projectile for you for yeah, and an adequate amount of coaching. money. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. five dollars. So yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not as bad as Sparkle, but it's getting there, dude. Just leave your other vowels alone, please. So Spinine Kuwani, Spinine Sparky, Spinine Kuwani, Sparkle, Sporky, Sporky. Yeah, I, it's yeah. New York. Is I don't know. We'll have to see. A little concerning, especially with like how they've. I think they've done a really good job with like positioning a lot of these players as like the forward facing figures that like fans can be like. Not attracted to, but like are are kind of bought into. So. When do you jump the shark? When when do you kind of look at Sabiolbi, maybe move into like a management position, maybe move him into a player coach kind of position? Is that an option that he wants to do? Is that an option that New York wants to do? I, I this is going to be a pretty pivotal year, it seems like for New York. At least it very well could be. They're literally it's, pivoting, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. I think they struggled with adapting their their style of play 
last year and if they can't find a good solution or if they can't find like the actual culprit then maybe it is best to just kind of flip the script but that's a that's a gamble that's a big gamble time though they've gone three seasons without making like major infrastructural changes like if you say Mm -hmm. john what is the difference between nyxl season one and nyxl season three obviously players have come and gone coaches have come and gone but you don't really think of uh nyxl as being a team that has adapted or evolved over the past three years as much as they have uh, a team that has you know tried to grow uh Mm. with the existing archetypes that um they've you know kind of had the entire time so i i mean and we talked about this at length so we're not gonna spend too much more time on it but um it's it's it would be a dangerous pivot to drop everybody from like uh I think just kind of a, keeping your fan base happy and keeping um, people invested into right. the uh, the franchise, not necessarily from an end results level. And I think that if you do put up those end results, then those fans usually end up coming back. But um, it's risky and it's different. Sure. It's not something we're used to seeing from NYXL. So we'll just kind of mm-hmm. have to see what that is going to look like for NYXL. And I have a feeling by you know next week, uh, or the week after, we'll probably know quite a bit more on what this NYXL roster is uh, going. Because we still don't know. They might like they could re-sign Sabiobi, Libero, yep. Animo, Jonak, and then all of a sudden, I think we... that's the next thing you probably hear about. Maybe other than Feather, but I think that's probably the next thing is like what they've decided on some of these contracts. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a like. When you are okay, do you have to juggle as NYXL different goals? You have to somehow keep your brand, but you also kind of want to be successful. Now you had a formula that reliably brought you regular season wins, and you just broke the mold in order to get there. Now, of course, you have also some restrictions for next year. Um, like I, I think the mean and lean. Um, idea of roster building will apply to a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So where do you go? Like, this is really hard. I don't think you can afford to have someone that will sit on the bench for the majority of the season just as a mascot. Yeah, And that's why, like, I even though he's he was probably still the second best tracer in the uh, Asian region, I don't think that's enough to bring Sebi Obi. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. For next year. 100%. Yeah. I'd like to see him maybe move into management. Other than that, yeah, it's it's a tough ask. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think from a gameplay perspective, purely gameplay perspective, he's he's not he he's hasn't cut it anymore. One here. Yeah, which yeah. sucks. I like easily one of the the names that can go on South Korean Overwatch player Mount Rushmore, right? Like absolute stud for such a long time. Still found a way to kind of bring it back and now it's just, you know, these, these darn kids are getting a little too good. And it's not like that he's bad. It's just you really have to be like an absolute nut to compete in that role. So it's it's no kind of shade towards him. It's just not his time anymore. So, yes, I did want to ask you and kind of lightly pivot here for a second, because um, you did uh, kind of a, a longer uh, tweet thread about mm-hmm. how you are going to be uh reporting on um 
roster movements uh, potentially before uh, they happen. I, I I'll I'll dumb it down to leaks, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you are going to be uh, reporting on that now, and kind of wanted to hear a little bit. You I think you expanded on it pretty well in the uh, longer thread, but for people who don't use Twitter, don't follow you on Twitter, or just want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Right. Uh, would love to hear more about kind of that decision and what to kind of expect from you. Right. So just an ele elevator explanation. Uh, like I, <clears throat> okay. How do I roll this up? So I've been, I've been effectively altruistic for all my professional life. That means is I try to use the resources that I have for the most good that I could possibly use them for. If, uh, also lift that in terms of our private finances um, to a certain degree. I don't necessarily uh, agree to all the notions that that movement necessarily holds because some of the utilitarian nature of that is questionable to me. Um, and also, please don't put the molds of their beliefs of that you know, effective altruist movement necessarily onto me. It's probably uh, much more fruitful to hit me in the DMs and ask me about specific um, policies there. That said, I value scene health because I want to be able to have a scene that I will have the ability to report on. So I weighed value that I create. I, I weigh value that I create against value that I have to take from others and it is because of recent developments and possibly also already before maybe there's a misjudgment on that my part i i, I won't uh, exclude that possibility um i've come to the to the conclusion that especially now that leak accounts run rampant uh, not just on on the in the anglophone world, but also uh, on DC Inside and all these you know like uh, Korean forums. That I want to be able to report on roster moves based on high standards of um, of evidence. I sat down with a lot of people. I was set to continue to sit down with other reporters in order to uh, get an idea what their uh, what they feel secure about reporting. And then I will put about 20% anxiety bonus from my part on top of the, what they deem to be the threshold. Because I'm, I'm a safety-loving person as, uh, as such. Um, yeah, and that's basically the, the moral underpinning of that uh, explained there. I thought... Now, at the latest, the the value I can bring uh, is higher in in terms of that. I also kind of already saw value uh, coming my way with that announcement. Um, a lot of you want to find out what's going on in the off season. Um, I will say there are inherent things in how the Overwatch League is set up, in which it you can either miss. Or you, it can appear that you missed. Now, here's a very practical example that I don't think will ever really ne necessarily happen, but a team has signed a player, doesn't announce him for 30 days, and after that, they find out they don't want the player. 
and it looks like the report has missed. And that can also, of course, more uh, apply to other reporters in the scene as well. That's theoretically a thing. I don't currently believe that any uh, organization would go to that level in order to deny the uh, accuracy of a report. I think it's much more likely that people will try a, a talent for 30 days yep. and see if it works. Um, I mean, we kind of already saw basis. that last season. Right. Like right. Spark signing, I think it was Zijin and just never got announced, but it was reported on the official contract list. Like, it's not unheard of, right? It's not out of the, the realm of possibility that somebody trials somebody, has them on like a preliminary contract and then just never get announced. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, with that in mind, that is just the current conclusion I've come to. Um, and this, of course, uh, also extends to a degree to us here in how we treat um, roster announcements or uh, reports. Um, I think we three will have to negotiate how we treat uh, roster reports from others. What we can do is, for instance, use corroborated information from others that I know have signed and then talk about these. Um, we will have to see how this works. It's pretty new terrain. People actually thought I did roster repo uh, reports in the past in my career over the last two years. No, the only thing that I did before was inform about um, league structural changes or format uh, changes, stuff like that. Yeah, or like the the stuff that happened with fusions uh, in the sh first Shanghai win, where he wasn't able to. Was it fusions? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, where he was two way and that type of stuff. Couldn't Those play. are the reports that I did. More like meta structural issues on a macro scale, not really the micro of the teams. Um, and that's the policy I'm changing now. Nice. So you're in it for the clout. <laughs> got it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just say I got 300 Twitter followers, new ones before I even reported anything. So you guys are really thirsty for some juice, dude. Like, you know, if if you little you little heads are you know, hey, you passed looking me. for the. <laughs> there you go. How does it feel? God. <laughs> All right, yeah. so starting immediately, I'm going to be reporting roster uh, <laughs> leaks on my Twitter as well. New Let's... leak account. Pog. Just kidding. Um, cool, man. Well, hey, we support you. And Glad to have you. If you ever decide to leak those things on the show, great. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah, anyways, glad we touched on that. A lot of people had questions about it today. Um, but let's talk about these other things. Um, we're going to say, we're going to say in NA, I think first, and then we'll go over to Asia. Um, sure. XC to fuel. Let's talk about fuel because we have talked about Haven't them a done lot. that. <laughs> we talked about them a lot and I'm going to get it over with. So XE has been signed. Uh, we discussed at length how, uh, the Dallas fuel had two kind of not glaring, but, but two weaker parts of the roster. The first one is uh, depth at the DPS role, mainly uh, hit scan, and then uh, still worried about that uh, backline. How, yep, however, right. um, so backline, I think, hasn't changed, and it, it, this is the final roster according to Hasro. Yeah. So 
Um, that's not going to change. We'll talk about that. But they did add XZ to uh, the Dallas Fuel, joining Sparkle, his former teammate, and uh, Hanbin. And Fielder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. signed a lot of Paris. I just put that together now. Yeah. So a lot of Paris is in Dallas now. How do you guys feel about uh, this change? Is this rounded out for you? Joe, is this still a... Uh, Barely a top yeah. 10 team. I mean, definitely not a barely. I think they definitely sit within top 10. I think their floor is still 10 for me, at least as it stands right now when compared to their peers and what their peers could do. Um, and I think they could go as high as fifth, but I need to see what everybody else is up to as before. high as yeah, I don't, I don't dude. think they break fifth globally. I think they're definitely a top five. You know, though. Okay. Global. I don't think. I they, mean, it 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 will. It depends on the format that we're playing, right? Like, it could be very, very hard uh, to break it globally in terms of if there's one team that's just a lot better in Asia, and it could yeah. theoretically be worse than the top five in an A. Then yeah, maybe we can have to... that semantic discussion where it's just like, well, is the charge better than fuel? I don't know. Like, they haven't played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna the do our rankings I, after most yeah. of these out. things are done, and yeah, yeah. Get get out with like I think the 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 sensible way to discuss this right now is to talk about it as in uh, divisions in terms of North America. Yep. Do you I, think they are top five team within North America? Likely, yes. Yeah, likely. I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think likely. their likely range will be. <laughs> Three to seven, three to eight, three to six, maybe globally. Uh, in NA, is there a team three besides? Okay. is yeah. there a team besides the Shock right now that is a guaranteed top five? Glads. in the Overwatch League. Yes, Glads. Glads should be, should be. On paper, with everything that we've gotten, I think Glads. I'm more interested in that team than I am with the fuel. Now, okay, I'll I'll hit you. I want I, I'm going to write an article about this, but I'll okay. hit you with with a little tease for the um for the substance of that article because I think a lot of people are interested in that type of stuff. I talked to a lot of people about Muse and people are very divided. Mm-hmm. They are generally they generally think he's one of the better ones. Like, no, no, not everyone, but a lot of people told me that the difference between Mag and Muse is massive. Oh, 100%. I don't think you could argue that. I perceive, like, the rating of this guy coming in as, like, barely behind Mag. And it's, like, the top tier thing that you get. I think think that, like, I, I think Mag's Winston is insane. I think he already was the best run out in GOATS. Yep. If there's anything to extrapolate on, like Mag was what was the crown jewel in terms of yeah, he's a get. star player. Yeah, like he has uh, that X factor potential. Muse is just like a good solid rock. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so, um, I think. He, he changed the overlay to Yiska plus Brenda Sue interview count equals oh, gotcha. 12. Right, right, right. right. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, 
But it is a case, not unlike, and I'm going to hit you with the nostalgia feels, talking to people about Muse didn't feel unlike talking to people about Bumper. Not about the play style in terms of aggressiveness and whatnot, but definitely in the divide of opinions. Polarization. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've I think I I've I've heard a little bit of this a similar thing that I thought was interesting. Um definitely from my understanding comes from like the not the questionable background, but like you have somebody with like a proven track record that has that star player potential. And then somebody else who is like promising, but am I going to take that chance? Do I want to, you know, gamble on that? Or do I take somebody from the free agency pool that is proven is going to be that rock and I don't have to worry about it is definitely a question and, and one that the glad seem to be positive on um, working with the former coach who I believe is face on talent. Is that correct? Face used to coach talent esports who he used to play for. So ducks in an uh, order there. Um, and yeah, I think Glads are definitely a top five lock in NA, at least on paper as it stands right now. Oh, I asked an Overwatch League. Uh, overall? Overall. Um, I'm more willing to... I, I think they're slightly higher than Dallas in my estimation right now, I'd say. Glads that, is slightly higher. That was just kind of my... My big question was, is like, I can't put Dallas in the top five. Like yeah. guaranteed, you're like that, and so the question is like, are there teams that you think have top five more locked in? Oh, or like just or, in general? Because yeah, so like San Francisco Shock. Yeah, Shock Shanghai. I think Shanghai, I think you can after all the changes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, Shock Shanghai. I think I can't argue Philly. But I trust that Philly will probably be top five. I think that's like really yeah, hard to I mean, argue in terms of like social stock right now. Um, I think Glads is a much I, I'm I'm more apt to say Glads than I am to say Dallas right now. That's that's my problem with Dallas being top five is I think that that they have the potential to be that fifth, fourth team somewhere in there. But it's going to be a tight race like that race is not locked in by any means. I just and here's where I guess here's where I'm coming from is I don't feel confident enough in really any of the other rosters. Like I see like there's, oh, there's sure. one or two variables that could go wrong for them that knocks right. them out of that top five relatively easily. Yes. Just the yep. same for Dallas Fuel. There's one or two variables where mm-hmm. you can knock them right up into being a top three team. Hundred uh, percent. Yep. Shock are the only team for me that I look at and I go. Yep, they're top five. I think yeah. Shanghai are probably my second in that. And like yep. there and then the other ones, I'm like, you know what? There's a lot that could go right for Philly, but there was a lot that went right for Philly last year that they still yep. didn't like, you know, kind of totally, I think, end up where they wanted on some things. And so yep. I think that's kind but of But even where but I even sit. that, that's already three out of five teams globally. Right. Then you look at Seoul. It's like, what's Seoul up to? They have, you know, dude, Fuel I'll, I'll, is in that realm of like, that's a top five team, except for, eh, or, eh. I don't know. I'll, I'll straight up tell sure. you right now, there's at least three teams that have the foundation that can accrue critical mass yep. in order to, to be amazing. And that is the Washington Justice with DK and Mag. Yep. 
if they keep adding good players like, on top of that, I, I don't think you can find equal players because there's a high chance that both DK and uh, Bag. Bag are top three players in their respective role next year. Yep. I think there's a good chance that um, the Spark could be getting there. With the people that I think Spark are very much back to their season two days where it's like they're just like all around solid and they will deliver for you just mm -hmm. consistently, maybe not punching up very often. And and I think there's a chance for the outlaws. There's one team in there that I feel like you've completely glossed over that I'm. I, I, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking. Mayhem if I is. Skip. How do I remove? Oh, this okay. Right now, I think mayhem right. is like big slept on. Like obviously, a lot of these teams haven't made moves, so it's just kind of speculative. Like, oh, like what are you know? What? Why are you so excited about them? It's it's not even an excitement. It's just like okay, the players that they have are really good. Yes. The free agency wrong. pool yeah. is very deep. Yeah. I, there's there's definitely room for mayhem to be a top yes, five yes. team, and they were yeah. last season. Yeah. The way I count it, there are ten teams that have very real chances to be in the top five. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, sure. And that's where I'm like, okay, Dallas might be and that's there. Really good. That's a really good thing, which means that we're gonna yes. have a really competitive top of the league. It means mm -hmm. that teams are, are finally figuring it out how to build those rosters, at least on paper, to look competitive because there were plenty of teams last season yep. who it was pretty obvious the the ceiling of their level of competitiveness that they could be so um here's the exciting things though every top team also has an attack vector for me where i'm thinking mm -hmm. you guys aren't flawless like i can see in, in shock how you gotta replace someone like moth that yep. you gotta True. find a new flex DPS in that role. Okay. That you gotta lock up some more of your talent. Yeah. I see. I look over to Philly. I don't know what you guys are doing there. No. You can mess it up big time with the with the rest of your signings. Sure can. I look to Gladiators. You guys should be top of the line coaches. And by the way, I think people should be putting a little bit more respect on DPS name. For for the uh, achievements they had over the last first two seasons, also this season shouldn't be weighted. Like, go read the article I wrote about the four uh, four horsemen of the roster apocalypse. Like right. they they didn't have everything going for them. Sure, but there's there's a thing to be said about su absolute super teams when you don't have those system players. That mm. I don't know, like whatever it is. That we know from Captain's class that we talked about before this book. But like the the water carrier of the group yeah. is just willing to do everything for a win. I'm not sure. I can't locate it right now within that team. Maybe it's space. I'm not sure. Um and even with space, you gotta uh wonder like will he remain top tier and whatnot? Um fuel, it's the back line. Uh to a degree, how's the coaching going to um acclimate like how's that entire thing going to work out there's still a question mark about the organization like for three, three seasons they've underperformed that type of 
question. And like the list goes down. You can go to every other Shanghai. Do you really sell possibly the best main tank in the league? Is that what you're doing? Like, I guess you're nice guys for allowing that, but like, I mean, they did Stan get like Daniel one and fate, dude. Like, I don't know if that's the same caliber. Yeah, I'm so, so mauled about this move. I called that literally two seasons ago. At this point, and it's just like, y'all, yeah. really? Come on now. Can't you can't can't you give some your boys a little bit of clout? Just a little bit, like, hey, gotcha. No, but like, yeah, I I think to your point, there's a lot of teams that are doing a lot of interesting things. Um, and that's where my hesitation with Dallas is like a top 10 team comes in or a top five team. Just, you keep just gently walking that back. That's fine. No, I actually <laughs> plan on you to walk it back a little bit more and nope. a little bit more. I plan on actually making content about this. So pay attention to the old YouTube that I haven't used in a little bit. By, so bye. By episode 160, he's going to have a forehead tattoo of the Dallasio logo. So, yeah. hey, you want to fucking pay up? <laughs> oh, man, too funny. Okay, so, anyways, uh, we lied about not talking a ton of time about the fuel. Uh, let's stay in NA and go to the San Francisco Shock for a second. Oh. Uh, oh. Moth leaving oh. was a. It was a big. It was a big hit. I think a lot of people had question marks about yep. what does that mean for the team. Uh, FD God. I mean, you talk about Paris Eternal last season. You can't do it without FD God. Yep. So, dude, quite certainly. I I I just summoned this. I just envisioned this over over the last couple of weeks. Just thinking, like. So knowing Moth was going to go, or it was a like likelihood that that was going to go for a while, I was like, okay, who's going to slot in? And then when that Paris collapse hit my DMs, I'm like, oh my god, please! <laughs> like <laughs> that is like, oh, it's it's the I it's it's hard from what we know to replace a player like Moth. But yes. if there's someone that could potentially be, I'm going to hit you with it, an upgrade over Moth for this team, it's FD God. Because this kid is smart as hell and, in my opinion, has superior mechanics than Moth as well. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I think mechanically, okay. definitely is an upgrade. I think the big thing that you're losing is that like hand of the coaches and the, like that glue system guy that like can bring the coaches like playbook in the server in the game that in-game coach that moth is always kind of built to be or like built up to be um that's the that's the one big thing that you've lost so as much as like we look at shock and we look at like this is such a big you know such a solid replacement this is a different kind of player it's a different team already and i think that has to be the narrative moving forward that while on paper, the Shock probably have one of the better rosters in the league. This isn't the same old Shock. This is a different Shock in a different era of the game. Can they actually do it again? Can they build a new roster with new pieces, with new attributes, and still manage to win the championship again? Because again, I think that has been proven time and time again that Krusty can do that. Can he do it for three times in a row? That's the, the big billion-dollar question. Yes. He can. 
I'd the, tend to assume so. Dude, this is such a triple announcement. Like, I, I don't know. Like, <sighs> I still want to know this flex DPS. This is like what my dreams hinge on. Because once again, the elitist in me is chasing this triple. I, I want these high highs. Like, I want, I want a legacy of a team that we can talk about, like in SKT uh, in this game. I don't think it's particularly un unjustified if they were to win it a third time, to call it that. Yeah, the COVID caveat and whatnot. They did it offline. Leave me alone. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm really hyped. I'll also straight up tell you, the way things are shaping up right now, and we will, of course, have to cross-correct once we actually get to see the teams, but in a time where resources aren't flowing, a lot of teams are building for wins and general improvement. I think the way this is shaping up, the density of good players will naturally increase because we have a lower bench, yeah. and I think it will pick up whatever you're going to lose because of... Um, like smaller teams with less specialization, adaptation, whatnot. Um, I hope, I hope, hope, hope that teams find ways to just not overburden players because a lot of these guys won't have backups in their respective roles. Um, but otherwise, like I'm really digging. Do you think? I, that, I feel like a lot of teams get roster building more and more. Do you think that San Francisco Shock are done signing? Krusty doesn't strike That's a me good as question. a striker. Doesn't strike me uh, or not striker. Krusty doesn't strike me as a seven guy roster kind of coach. Well, has has the shock announced that super is back? I did. I don't think, I don't think I they believe, have. Believe, yeah, I believe they. I can just check here. Give me a second. Um. Super. Uh, we just have contract status. Yeah. Right. So are they a thirteenth kind of contract guy? So don't yeah. know. So we don't we don't totally know. We do know that. Oh, man, I can't remember. He did say something. Um, but we'll just I I I won't say it correctly, so I'm not even gonna say it. But I thought I remember there was something leading to like he's actively looking at other teams, but um, I could be completely lying about that. So if I, if I'm wrong, Yiska said it, not me. <laughs> yeah. I think like, I, I'm not sure if you had one of those tweets, but I think it's just smart. If you're FA anyway, to shop yeah. around, see what kind of uh, deals you're getting um, and then just play up to your value because like, yes, you can, become a legend for that specific team and you can also dig an atmosphere and you can win value winning but if you see an opportunity where that is also possible with another team while getting more money mm -hmm. or not right yep yeah no, that's true definitely not a lock if that if the offseason has shown us anything nothing nothing is for certain so wait until you see it basically um but yeah shock i i'm seeing in chat a lot of like dps focus and and questions that like the flex do they need one i i appreciate and i think i see where everybody's going with like the tayo like moving to flex more and more or at least you know going back to flex 
And I think that's a possibility. But is that is that what is going to constitute a championship team? I don't know. I do not know. I don't know if that's going to be enough. And it's not to say that he's bad, but there are some very, very talented flex DPS in this league. Um, again, won't won't count them out until everything's said and done. You know, can't call the race until it's over, but it's that's that's an interesting kind of call. Yeah, not one that I'm mad at, but we'll wait and see. Let's go to the Asia right. side of things. Uh, yeah, for a yeah. second. Um, and we'll start with the Hangzhou Spark because I think we're going to end on Guangzhou. Uh, so the Hangzhou Spark this past week uh, did sign uh, Liga, uh, an off tank yep. from Team CC. Good player. So. From my. For what I've heard. And we all know who I've heard it from. Shoutouts to young Knobelstein. Um, he's very high on Liga. So for those not in the know, um, Kenobi, friend of the show, uh, English caster for the Chinese scene, has, has spoken quite highly of this player and is, in his estimation, one of the best, if not the best, flex tank coming out of China. Um, so now he's reuniting with gusha with shy you know this is this is a team that seems to be going more chinese than south korean which is kind of interesting as like a paradigm shift but yeah solid player overall i think chinese players always get the the kind of side eye that's like okay you did well in china but like what does that actually mean the thing that you can kind of combat that narrative with is that Team CC has competed and actually done well against some of the the top contenders teams coming out of South Korea. So this is somebody who has, you know, had some checks and balances thrown his way and still done well. So it's it's promising to say the least, right? Going into Spark. So definitely something that if you're if you're an underdog fan or you want to keep your eye on somebody who's a little underrated, Liga might be somebody to kind of keep in mind. Where do you, Yiska, put this new Hangzhou squad right now? Um, it's really hard to say. Like I said a little bit before, I think they're back to their really solid ways. I think they have players that have peak potential. I'm excited what this perceived sh shift throughout, uh, towards a more Chinese style. Uh, majority roster will mean for the teams for the comms of the teams mm. um i still want to see uh Ar architect shine because i think he's still one of the outstanding yep. uh flex dps honestly like the architect will still be like a great player to bring back to the shock if you need a flex dps um overall that be a move? <laughs> yeah uh, overall it's just um yeah, I think they did well. Uh I think they they uh played their hand well, they kept the right people, um and they have a solid culture to build on. I wonder if we're finally going to see a little bit more of coldest. If uh if that's what it means. But we'll see. 
a lot of a lot of punch to this team. Let me ask you this: Who do you think the starting DPS is? Because my answer may be a little spicy. Who's your two? Who's your starting DPS line for the the Hangzhou Spark? I mean, it depends on the meta, right? Like, but it's probably think generally shy, right? That's what I would say. Yeah, I think Godsby's moving more towards that specific, like mid to long range hit scan specialist role, playing behind Shy, who historically has been able to do a lot. Um, Yeah, I think that that might surprise a few people that are just either not as high on Shy as I am, or just not in the know. Dude, like the thing is, Godsby played a good season last year, so. Yeah. They have a solid backup uh, to have there. I would say, like, from the old man's strength guard, in, in terms of, like, you know, the type that is, like, SBB... Um, Stitch. Stitch. I'm sad like, that we didn't bring that back for Stitch, because we really could have been screaming old man strength come playoffs, right? That's another move, like... I don't understand how Jerry over Stitch is anything but a... Um, how it ever could be anything but an economic move. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. I think Stitch reveals himself to be a much better, much higher peaking player. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, but yeah, I, I think for the Spark in particular, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably, like, it's just all over the league to give young talent new opportunities. Yep. And barely, like, most of the time, teams don't get burned on that quality of rookie. Mm-hmm. So you might as well. Here's here's a here's a future. You can you can pin this for the future power rankings because I don't think I don't even know if this player is of age. But for those of you who who sur- surf the old Arkow and saw this this weird player named Pineapple, um, hit scan coming out of China, that kid has some promise. I don't know if he could sign to an academy team but i would i would keep a very close eye on this player when i was trying to pay attention to china i think it was towards the start of the year if not maybe even last year i was speaking to kenobi in in ways that were like are you sure this kid's not cheating like that was that was like a conversation that was had because this this player is that talented that skilled somebody to keep an eye on coming out of china all right so yes. yeah bark in general like rating them to get back to john's question is this a team you really think can be top five caliber yeah do you want to give them like a ceiling or are you just gonna like hard lock that you i don't think they can I, d- I don't think they can be a top three team with what they have but okay uh, in where, the regular where do you think season, the, they can. Peak where do you think they bottom out? At? Like worst Ten. case scenario. Ten. Okay. I agree yeah. with that. That's most of these teams' worst case scenario, right? We talked about like there's ten teams that can be top five. Yes, and yep. their floors They're are in all that ten. <laughs> like, yep. and there's going to be this, two or three that actually fall guys. below that. By the way, this, this was over it all. I'm not saying they're top ten China. Yeah. Even though like con- Contenders China yeah, is pretty it. cracked, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I think 
their bottom is lower than Dallas. That's the difference for me. Yep, I would agree with that. Yeah. Smaller delta. Yeah. Smaller delta. I would yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to Guangzhou. So Guangzhou uh, signed uh, quite a few players. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher mm. the names. Uh, Choi Sewan, Mandu, uh, Michaeli, and then we've already kind of we haven't discussed it at length. I think we might have mentioned it on a previous show. Uh, yeah. But they have signed uh, Yiska and Joe's favorite player, Karif. So, um, yay, dude. So this is my fear with charge. Man, can I can I just Karif is the most divided player I've ever seen coaches talk about. Bumper ain't shit in comparison. I've I like the the range of opinions you get on this guy is crazy. Yeah. Like this this guy could possibly get offers from the best while also not being picked by the worst. It's unreal. I don't understand. I really don't understand what's going on. And I, I think we probably fall somewhere in the middle of that where it's like maybe slightly above average flex deep or flex uh, support in the league. You know, it's fine, serviceable, you know, deserves to be here. But like I said, anything to write home to mom about? No. Roll star caliber? Probably not, especially these days. Like this, this is not an upgrade over the player you just let go of. Straight up. Yeah, but people would disagree with that, Joe. And that's what blows my mind, dude. Like, I, it's not just one guy. It's sure. like guys that we would all agree on have their stuff together. I don't understand what's going on. There's like some weird thing in the ether about the evaluation of this kid. It is unlike anything I've ever seen before. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I can't speak to that. I'd be interested to hear what those people have to say. And, and the defense that they would give him. Um, and again, I think he's a good player, not a great player. Right. And I think that he's kind of filling the shoes of a potentially great player um, on a team that, let's face it, does not look to be incredible. Um, we'll have to see how it fills out. I'm willing to give uh, Choi a, a, a kind of test here. I'm interested to see. Interested to hear from people who have obviously watched a little bit more contenders than I have. Right. Um, I've heard promising things about Kaylee, but again, the the theme of this roster and it kind of you know extends to Kaylee. That's like not necessarily the best. Feels very budget esque, probably minimum. Maybe a maybe a projectile specialist if if memory serves me right. But yeah, charge doesn't feel super strong as of right now. We'll have to see what the rest of the offseason looks like for them. But yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird team. It's it is exciting in a sense because I think they they combine like known talents and like exciting rookie talent. Yeah. So you have you have Krong. Sure. That's we don't Probably need to the talk best about your roster. I think um, Rio, if they actually resign him, which is also one of the uh, November thirteenth guys, I'm pretty sure. Like yeah. just good, dude. Just good. Solid that's workhorse. That's that's kind of what you want from your main tank, right? Yep. Uh, um, who else on there? That I mean, Manju can be conceived as a little bit of a um, 
of a gamble, I suppose, uh, in in terms of um, because he hasn't really played a lot. But this guy was also, in my opinion, part of the best uh, goats backline with Mayan Bong. So Yan Bong, uh, I have to say it one once badly so I can remember not to be an idiot. How is? Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, that's that's exciting. Who else do they? Uh, Karif, whatever you want to think. And then they have some exciting rookies um, on, on there as well with Kaylee and um, uh, Choi. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think they will. They should be expected to land above the Spark and the, the uh, Dragons. You but think? I, that's. Or you don't mm, think? You, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. I just didn't. I think, uh, but it's exciting. I like. I I just like when there's promising rookies. Yeah. Um. I also want to see what Arachne can can give me in terms mm-hmm. of like a, a head coach. That would be interesting to see. Uh, that would be also a real test. I think towards uh his coaching ability. So yeah, overall, like just a team to figure out. That's it's like a nice enigma. Nice nice little field tests that should be exciting to follow. And they've always kind of been that way, right? Like even coming into season two, it was like, how does this team work? And they were actually pretty good. So I'm I'm not willing to sell them up river and just be like, oh yeah, poop team. Like it is what it is. Not a team that I'm super jazzed about, but willing to be proven wrong. Interested to see how they do. And yeah, definitely a an interesting team. Arachne Coach with proven record, you know, obviously worked with Krusty, so maybe learned a few things there. I've got to assume that, you know, through osmosis, you've probably picked up on a few things that maybe you can help lead charge to a more consistent performance. Um, another team that, you know, probably doesn't get the credit it deserves, much in the same way that a lot of the players probably don't get the credit. Obviously, Krong, you know, bigs up, but somebody like Shu probably was never marketed as the is not the right word, but somebody who kind of fell under the radar. I think Rio, like is saying, like just an absolute workhorse, not bad on any of the tanks, not an all-star player, but I'll do the job. It's fine. It's good. And then, like you said, that's probably something you want from that role. So I'm, what would, I guess the question is what would, what would it take? What would a, what would a presumably, what would a move have to be to make this team like a lock for top five globally? Like, what would you like to see added next? Like, roster, wish list type of deal. Um, yeah, I haven't really thought about the wide range of possibilities that they could have. Mm-hmm. I also don't think they necessarily need to go for top five with the roster that they have. I think they can, like, just... What would they be comp- to yeah maybe yeah I don't think if there has been such a team that has like super rookies maybe eternal but that's still a little bit weird I don't think any of them are coming in with as much hype as um, Sparkle did Mm. but yeah I'm I'm kind of looking forward uh, to just how they're going to go I'm also looking forward to them possibly having an ability to Move deep, um, maybe maybe may- mayhem, S three mayhem comparable. 
maybe i'm not sure okay yeah i i'm not i'm not super mad at that i think the big thing for me right now and obviously maybe i'm i'm swinging and missing with this with choice i won um he seems to be a projectile player um which kind of clashes with eileen so unless they're going like the justice route or unless they go like four deep i look at you know what could possibly be coming when it comes to hit scan um and and what i mean by the justice route where is that it looks like they are doing the opposite side of like the meta coin right now where it's like the meta seems to be having a backup specialty hitscan player where tuba feels like their backup specialty projectile player who has some like hitscan flexes to do but it seems like jerry's going to be that lock and to your point with with stitch stitch is that type of person that you you could probably slot into a roster and it's probably value but he can only be value in that specific role being that specialist kind of mid to long range hit scan player i don't think you want him to just run around and play these you know i I don't think you want him to be a starter all the time i think there are just better players on the on the free agency list that probably do that job better and i think jerry is kind of that player so it's interesting unless they go four deep and they add somebody maybe they resign such who knows um but yeah charge i think that's where i'm the most skeptical is if they keep everything as it is and we get like some of the more we get more news on the contract extensions coming out of uh, the 13th i'm i'm interested if they pick up like a rookie hit scan there's definitely some some promising ones um coming out of korea if memory serves me merit still on the uh the list out there and i've definitely thought highly of him in the past when i was paying a little bit more attention to contenders i think that he has some promise um and that's not to say that they couldn't you know pick up a a big free agent off the market uh, you know dm's still out there uh i think happy could resign i don't know like there's there's people to pick up it doesn't have to be a rookie but there's definitely some some interesting hit scan rookies to kind of look at before we before we wrap up i do want to talk about shanghai um sure and mainly the big one shanghai has lost some players but they've only added one in this offseason but it's a big one so obviously shanghai one of the biggest quote-unquote losses of the season um that we're discussing is fearless and uh, a lot of people are wondering, you know, who's going to be able to fill that kind of main tank slot. And Shanghai has said fate. <laughs> fate is going to fill that slot. And I think a lot of people are pretty happy about um, that change for Shanghai. Does this, how does this affect how you uh, view Shanghai, Joe? I think this is a, a weirdly a positive, And I think that is a hot take when people, when when talking about somebody like fearless um i think fearless is a good player don't don't get that twisted i think fate is the more complete player i think you don't have to worry about him subbing out i don't think he's mechanically not mechanically but i think you're trading somebody who is a star on certain roles for somebody who you don't have to kind of worry about rotating I think Fate's just, again, a workhorse, good player, did well on, on Mayhem, has done well in the past, has worked with Moon before. Um, yeah, I like this for Shanghai. I like this a lot. 
Iska, how do you feel about how Shanghai is shaping up right now? They're only at seven players. So last year they uh, had they did 11. Wave it around. I believe they had five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They had twelve last year. So, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the trend has not really gone past them. I also believe that economics work a little bit differently in um, in China than they do for us. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're still sucking up. It's actually, I don't have any juice on them. I will say that Ooh. right now, to me, they look unimproved, which is scary in a world where everyone is improving. Yep. So how, how scary does it look? Like, what do you mean by scary? I think they needed a better main tank, and I think they needed a better flex support. I mean... Let's see. Let's take a look. They at actually the, probably uh, need two better flex supports. Ideally, yeah, I would agree. Um, I I think somebody like Izaki could be that like third, not third string, that second maybe. More, yeah, that's yeah, fine. second yep. string. You know, on the double flex metas coming in, yep. and playing specific heroes, or maybe having a specialist that he can kind of bring out uh, on certain maps. I think that's fine. Um. Yeah, we'll have to see. I'm, I'm, I'm not ruling out the possibility of an upgrade there. This is a team that has waved the checkbook around a lot, and I think if there's a free agent that fancies Moon, or or vice versa, I think you could see that happen. I would not be surprised to see somebody big go to Shanghai in that role. Also, say there's still some exciting rookies, especially Aztec. Sure. On the market, I'm I'm looking forward mm. to where that guy's going. Yep. But yeah, like even even if you kept the roster the same, you know what you're getting here, and it's not yep. bad. Not I bad think, at all. I don't think that because well, yes, I agree. Other teams are improving, and they're you know uh, Shanghai is standing relatively still. I don't think that they've got a very big delta to where their floor is. Yep. No. So you know, it's not a team like if they don't do anything they're all of a sudden like a, a 10 team you know right. like that's i think an absolute like kind of worst case scenario where it's still like yeah, they're, they're still gonna be a to really six. good team yeah yeah yep. so you know like i think that that is their teams are definitely improving i think that they can steal that i don't know you know top three spot from them as is but it's not like some of the other teams that they could be three they could be ten We'll have to see how everybody else does and how that mm -hmm. all feels, you know? So um, I think you got to swing for the fucking fences. If you're going to top Shanghai, like just in terms of like evaluation on paper, like Fleta, void BJ gone already. You've got three absolute star players, right? Once again, dude, I don't have any juice on this. Boo. But I feel something is brewing in Seoul. There has to be something a brewing there. I think I think they've locked down all the right talent. But that is another team that is not afraid to wave it around. Not afraid at all just to send somebody a blank check and bring them over, right? And that's that's my big concern with like top five kind of discussion. 
where it's like if you have a team like dragons if you have a team like soul that are operating in a different era not era but a different area of the the globe that has a different market evaluation of this this league that has a little bit more to kind of work with that's tough to compete with that's that's really hard to evaluate on paper if soul can wave the checkbook around if dragons can wave the checkbook around does dallas still look like a top five team it's not that they're bad it's just a lot of other teams are a little more stacked but we will see it's it's hard to talk about it because like how do you make it so that soul is definitely the better team because auto compared to who compared to dallas i don't think you have to do much i think you have to do a lot really are you convinced that Jesh is back to being the best, like one of the best tanks in the league because he clapped cheeks no, on Rog? Rogo? I agree. No, I think you have to, you have to kind of fill that out. I do think there are some free agent main tanks that could do that if you wanted to go that route. But outside of that, depends. Depends. They I already think, have Marvel. There's no, they don't. Yeah, that I that's mean, it, dude. I think that's fine then. I mean, I'm not excluding the possibility that Jesha will once again be the best tank <laughs> in the world next year. He's the one to decide sure, that. It's, it's not. It's not a convincing argument, right? Like you can't just go recency bias. Oh my God, Roadhog Pog. Therefore, just your back, right? Like that's not a fair, right? Uh, you know, a summation of his ups and downs. Because again. You evaluate him at the start of the season, at the end of the season, two very different players, right? Um, I don't think Soul has to do a ton for me to put them at around the same estimation already. I think they have a lot more room to grow because Dallas is done, right? And all all the messaging, at least in my eyes, Dallas is finished. They've built the roster. Yeah. I, I look I at somebody know. like I feel- Soul, I look at a lot of these other teams, they have room to improve it. So I'm I'm willing to give them a higher mark, yeah. at least so far. I don't know. Like at some point, and it's not going to be today, but we have to talk about like where the disconnect is. Because like in my mind, Soul uh, Dallas has just like uh, incredible talent on like four of the positions. And I don't see how how we're getting so low with them because like they they have it's not, it's not a low thing. again. I, I, I don't want the narrative to be that, oh my God, we all think Dallas sucks. I think this is going to be don't. the best Dallas fuel season ever. Period. <laughs> Come on. That's, we can't, that isn't setting the, <laughs> yeah. That's not setting the bar very high. Well, I mean, this is, they're going to win the league. I, like, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. I, what, I mean, do you think they between can? that, I want somewhere between this is the best Dallas fuel season overall, which, you know, Wait. any dude with Liquipedia can tell you. And what? this is gonna team that's gonna win the league, which is obviously just you know, disingenuous. Just say it. Do you think it's possible to win the team league? To win the league, yeah. No. Why, bro? There's I no don't way. understand. At least for right now, my my evaluation of that question right now is no. Does that okay. change if Shock just blunders everything? If Shanghai sells a bunch of players? Then yeah, we can revisit this question. No, I do not think uh, they, they can win the league right now. I don't. T- Okay, it doesn't add up. We don't need to talk about it now, but like, I'm just like, fearless. Whoa. Hanbin. That's the best. Sure, yeah. 100% best the best front line in the game. So, uh, who's better? Get off my back, dude. Don't tell me that, Smurf and uh, Choi. Don't. Don't. They're not. They're not. Mean, they're equal at best. 
at best. Then DeFerris didn't even play. What? Homie got benched. He got benched, benched for fate. Who? He's not even on the team anymore. He didn't even get to play half. Well, not half the season, but he got benched on the team. He, he did so well. Felix played 18 hours, dude. Stan Daniel was brought out for the Orisa. Unless, sure. Yes. I think okay. that that's the question. Sure. Is that not? I mean, sure. The man has you to talk learn about hero Orisa, bro. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, again, uh, I agree. It's, uh, it's a tough ask. It's not a tough ask. It's it's actually quite minimal. But still, it's it's not something also, that I'm willing to just go. Oh yeah, cool. Nah, I'm I'm counting on Samitsu to never have Orisa be a, <laughs> a meta pick again. <laughs> get the, get those Twitter videos out. But I th I think Dallas is going to be a good team. I just do not see where everybody's just like, okay, oh yeah, repel, sick, Joe, Joe. Is there a flex DPS that has higher peaks than Sparkle? Does profit count? Does Flutter right. count? Oh my God, he Flutter he always finds the one. That's Does it close. count? Yeah. No, Flutter doesn't have higher peaks than Sparkle. Fine. Um... Chat, it'd be, uh, does DK count in that? That's like a hyper flex. I think he could. Yeah. Architect. I'm not sure if it's the same amount of roles. Uh, I think it's close. Like, Glister. Think, no. Dude, Huxley is gone, man. Sinatra is yeah, gone. Yeah. That that's the one kid. That's the one that shot now. So my my big. Uh, maybe maybe I'm. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. I okay. think I think Dallas will be good. I do not, at right. least at this point, think that they can or or should be in the discussion for winning. And and even if he doesn't have like a a great meta, you just bring in Doha and you still have a great performer on the role yeah. on the on the heroes 100%. that probably don't worry. Then you yep. have XCI. If this kid's neck holds up, he was a role star. He yeah. should have been a role star had he played for the entirety yeah. of the um um of the season, was of course mm -hmm. an MVP candidate. We can discuss that, but if we extrapolate that his uh performance over the entirety of the season, I think mm -hmm. that it would have been warranted. So everyone is correct of the four players I just na named, and in your mind it's unwinnable, bro. When we've seen teams win this game. What's the, the constant through line throughout at least the Overwatch League era? And it's not to say that the Dallas Field doesn't have this, but I think it's very focused on one particular player. That the attribute that I'm going for is like that pop-off star player potential. I don't think Xe has enough of that to win them a championship. I don't think Doha has enough of that outside of maybe Sombra. The one person that you have that for is Sparkle. Yes. Is that enough to win? Is that enough to carry that backline? Is that enough to wonder about Fearless's hero pool? I think so. Hanbin, that's the best player on this team. I think he's the, 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 the package. I think he can be a star player if, he, if he's allowed to be. I, I, I think this team is good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think I, this team is very, very good. I just I can't also, put them at winning the league yet. Don't know. I also think XC has pretty 
pretty like nuts top peaks. Yeah, it wasn't. He didn't ask you if they were going to win the league. If they, if this is a team that's capable of winning the league, as of right now, no. John, we can't. It's over. We can't. We cannot. We cannot I mean, convince it. I was just. I'm just clarifying because personally. Do you look at last year's Paris Eternal and go, this team could win the I league? Think that this is just an yes, exercise. they could have. I, I agree. If they and hit the right, that's why in the we playoffs. put them at 17th, right? Oh yeah, because pre no, no, preseason right? rankings are the same thing. Come on, <laughs> sure. So even after, even yeah. with the even with that that kind sight in mind, you you believe that they could have won the league. I, they, if you can win a monthly tournament in the Overwatch yeah. League, you can win the league. Sure. I, I agree with Wrong that. Wrong month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think if you're going to say that, then there's a whole lot of teams that could win the league. Yeah, they can. Yeah, that is okay. That is sure. If okay you if you want to if you want to move teams that can win the use, league next year. I'm not year, saying yeah. use sure, one of yeah, your there are three 10 teams, teams sure. that can. I'll agree with that. There are and, 10 different teams out of the 20 and, teams in and, this league. 50% and, of the league can win the league. Yeah, sure. And we'll Dallas is one of the six most likely to win the league. Sure. I'll agree with that. I'll I'll take this L. I'll lose the argument. I'll I'll walk this back. So sure, they could win. He's so bad. It, it's such a it's such a meaningless discussion to have out of fifty percent of the league. Dude, can hey, sure. if there's nothing more meaningful than a podcast about a video game league <laughs> that hasn't started yet, nothing more important. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, if if that's the measurement we're going off of, then yeah, I think they could. I think there are a whole lot of other teams that could as well. <laughs> Can I switch? Oh, we really so tried. Bad. I hope you appreciate how hard we're trying to get this done. Like, I don't. Oh, I don't man. know what else you want. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, I can't. Uh, even. I love you guys. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> Joe, it's okay. Washington can win the league. There you go. Sparky yes, win the league. They can. Dude, it's Mac and DK. What no, are we I'm talking not, about? I, that's not a sarcastic thing. I agree with you. This man is summoning the demon, bro. <laughs> I, I, I really don't get. I don't know. I don't know how to change the intonation in my voice to like make you all believe Dallas that I also believe. I just don't think it's worth mentioning. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, if they hit the perfect meta, Dallas could win the league. If the, if Boston Gosh. hits the right meta, they could win the league. Go for it. Whatever. I don't care. It's yeah. it's mean. It it really doesn't matter. Oh, and man. so I need I need to because there are going to be there. Are, we we did we did Joe dirty this week in the sense that we just want to see <laughs> angry YouTube that. comments about Joe. I mean, yeah, go for it. Poke the bear this week. Uh, so just know that we know that we did that, <laughs> and we we uh, understand that you're going to be. Uh, <laughs> never mind. We're just <laughs> YouTube go nuts, eh? Go for it. Go nuts. Uh, I will delete your comments if you're an ass. <laughs> uh, Anyways, ton of fun. Good good show today. Good show. Lots going on. Uh, big thank you to uh, Fussel, Kafer, and Leonidas uh, for the resubs. And a big thank you to our brand new patron producer, Shrek2 on DVD. Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek 2. Out everywhere. 
straight to DVD. Uh, and a big thank you to all of our other. Uh, no, Shrek Two had to go. I, I had to. Yeah. I think Shrek straight Three might have gone straight to DVD. I think Shrek Two is. I gotta check. Shrek Two absolutely went to theaters. Thing? No doubt in my mind. Zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Zero yeah, you're percent. Right, you're right. Dull. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I don't even have to check. So. Yeah. And Dallas Fuel is a top. Uh, top ten for, team. Yeah. Top True. Team, top, top contender. Uh, big thank you to our Patreon producers, Refine Bean, Ferdino Pin, Battle Crab Lotion, Reg Zane, Audio Compass, Kasha67, Shara Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Untertained, Fable Steven, Roger B, Owen, Chris R34444, Horbjorn, I listen to this podcast whilst on the toilet and in the shower thinking of Yiska, Peace Camper, and Shrek 2 on DVD. If you like the show, here's the three ways to support. For free, go to iTunes, leave a five-star iTunes review, we'll shout you out on the next show. Uh, leave a sub, resub, tip, or whatever at twitch.tv slash kicktripod. Or um, one of our favorite ways is to become a patron. You get your own dedicated role in uh, discord.me slash yiska out. Our discord, we've got a nice little Crouchers channel there. You get guaranteed spots for our game nights, which we will probably have one this week. And uh, if you choose to be a patron producer, we shout you out every week on the show and put you on the little slidey things. So great way to do that. All right. We're going to get out of here, though. Uh, shout outs for the week where people can find you. Uh, Joe, <laughs> let you go first. Um, I do plan on actually continuing this discussion with Dallas. Um, I'm working on a script for my YouTube channel, so that'll be out sometime in the near future. I don't know. Um, what am I working on this week? I don't even remember. Um, here, I'll just read from my pitch list. Uh, da, 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 some Valorant stuff, uh, talking about justice, hyping them up and giving a prescription what I, on what I hope the league does in terms of content, um, for 2021. Sweet. Uh, yes. What about you? Shout out to the week. Where can people find you? Um, I'll dabble in a bunch of things once again. Uh, I did a, a couple of Valorant interviews over the weekend that will also be in the cards for next weekend. And then also, um, yeah, like as, as we talked about, reports will be a thing. Um, um, I have like 15 or so that I'm 95% sure, but I'm not going 95%. I, I need 99 in order to uh, be confident. So we'll see how solidified i am on these others over this week sweet um as week find me everywhere at kick tripod twitch.tv slash kick tripod uh youtube kick tripod yt um getting ready for shadowlands this week i've got a new keyboard to build i'm just waiting on my screwdriver set and my cable but I, i'm building a like a from scratch got like the the base from kbd fans it's pretty cool nice and everything so gonna be ready in time to go for shadowlands next week so i will be streaming that a little bit more um starting next week as well so if you want to hang out and watch shadowlands and all that kind of good stuff um other than that uh nothing uh nothing really that much different going on so thanks everybody for hanging out i uh, hope you had a great one we will see you on um Maybe Wednesday. I don't know. We haven't actually talked about it yet. So I'll let you know when we're going to see you. And until then, uh, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>